0: Welcome, my friends, to Scry River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis, and we're here to making s- just solve... serious
1: eye contact.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, this episode coming to you with zero latency. Dennis and I are in the same room. This doesn't happen very often, Dennis.
1: We're uh, we're in the same room. Reasonably often lately,
0: I mean. We don't record podcasts in the that's, same room. That's true. That's yeah, definitely yeah. true. So um, I'm looking forward to not having to edit, you know, the bejesus out of this episode. That's, that's gonna true. that's gonna be a nice change for you me. You know what's strange for me? Go Sitting on.
1: here looking you in the eye and doing this mm. feels weird, but we do it all on webcams every weekend. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Actually that's a bit of a bit of a pro tip there for anyone recording yes. stuff of their own. It changed our dynamic completely. Massively. We started using um, webcams while we were recording this podcast just to well, actually, I'm gonna tell them why I actually did it, is because you just lie out of your ass every time you get to distracted and start like texting people or yeah, whatever else like that yeah. so I, I, it's like a security camera true, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. a cctv keep my eye on you make sure you're uh, make sure you're paying attention Almost anyway and anyway my friends we've got a great show lined up we don't it's a normal show
1: first of all a it's yeah. a normal show B yeah. we don't know if it's gonna be a great show or not yeah
0: maybe this will stink yeah maybe this will be bad should we start
1: recording the opening afterwards
0: you know some what po- some podcasts do that do you want another pro tip right if you're writing an essay in like mm. high school college or anything else like that Write the introduction last.
1: I, can I tell you a little, my, my superhero power that I've had. Go ahead. For my entire life. Yeah. Is I never, ever did anything like that. When I wrote an essay mm. or like an answer in an exam, I would start writing. Yeah. And then I would write, you know, 2000 words or whatever, some obscene thing. And then I would just put it down and I, I would never reread it. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Ever.
0: Proofreadings for chumps and also write your introduction last because then, because your introduction is supposed to go through all the stuff you talk right, about. Right. And now you know, of course. How can you know what you're going to talk about when you haven't yeah. read the paper? Anyway. This is not a college, uh, you know, class, <laughs> study a, a, a study podcast. advice podcast. It's an MGG advice podcast. And that's why you all tune in. And of course, it's proudly sponsored by channelfireball.com.
1: Probably, as Marshy rightly pointed out, somewhat reluctantly, reluctantly
0: sponsored. sponsored by channelfireball.com. But hey, as I said last week, proud or reluctant, that money still spends yeah, the same. Yeah, those dollars still spend, the, they same. Still still spend, spend the same. You can spend them. You can spend them over channelfireball.com. And you know what? This is, um, this is something that, well, actually, no. I'm going to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take even more money off channelfireball.com. Do you know these suckers? These idiots. <laughs> do you know what they've done? What I shouldn't be saying done? this on this. I'll just let's just pause the recording for a second, Dennis. Yeah. Do you know what they're doing? It's ridiculous, right? They've got the buy list. channel 4com slash buy list. 30% store credit bonus on all the, the cards you trade in. These suckers, mate. I'm gonna clean them up. I've got because I took about my cube, right? Yeah. I want wanted to get rid of all these cards. So you're telling me I was gonna sell them. Yeah. I'm just gonna sell them to CFP. But these, just, these
1: are just pieces of cardboard. They're mate. just
0: garbage pieces of cardboard, right? They're like colourful pictures with monsters on them and that sort of. I don't want these stupid cards, I and mean, these idiots at Channel Five. all, they're going to take them off me. They're going to me thirty percent store credit bonus, so I can buy better bits of cardboard with it. It's unbelievable. It's if unbelievable. people, if people find out about this, it's, it's going over. to be, it's going to be just oh, mate, oh my goodness. Channel Genuinely, 5. though,
1: I'm, listener at home, I bet you're if you're watching, if you listen to this sitting at a desk or like I, I, I bet mm. your house is full of magic cards that you don't you want. Need, you don't, or don't want. You don't all get rid of, of them. Need.
0: Get rid of them. Get rid of them. They're going to give you stone cold cash, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you want to upgrade your cardboard collection, they're going to give you 30% store credit bonus. You sell like $100 worth of cards, that's 130 bucks that you're going to get. I'm
1: not confident in those numbers. I haven't run them personally, but that sounds about right.
0: It's, it's, it's honestly ridiculous. It's honestly ridiculous. CFB, they're so hungry for your cards.
1: They're so hungry, insatiable. they have got an insatiable hunger. That's true. The last time I was there, I was like, "Mashi, are we, are we still buy listing cards?" He's yeah, like, yeah, of course. He's
0: shoveling cards into in, the furnace. In, into the furnace, exactly. Turns the, the he warehouse said, on. Like, why don't they just use a regular like electricity supply? I don't know why they have to burn magic cards. Well, listen, to, man, to, I don't know to, what to tell you. But look, I'm going to take advantage of it. Dennis. I'm like, oh, hang on, that's all gone out. I, let I'll let it take out. Okay, well, I, won't, I won't forget. There yeah, you go. yeah, the Look, okay, they'll, they'll remember. All right, okay. Quick break, and then we'll um. Then we'll get... Oh, actually, no. We have got to cover something else. I got a couple of DMs, Dennis. You got some slide ins. I got some. I got some. Uh, I got some people, and they were not happy. And you know what? I'm a man of the people. Mm-hmm. We have got to respond to this we've had we've had quite a number of people get in touch saying they're not too happy with the moniker for the for the fans of the show we chose. The I said during the episode you that did. I didn't like the name
1: scribe babies. Last
0: week you did say that scribe babies. Third was or fourth
1: not- time it rolled off my tongue See, it didn't f- taste good. The
0: first time was great. I was like this is very funny. It's a nice little pun. But then after a while it was like actually you know this is not tracking well and we've had a bunch of people get in touch and be like, yeah, look, honestly.
1: A, it's a little sleazy to be like, hey, Square babies. Yeah, is it's not. It's B, a, it's negative. It's, it's, just, it's just pejorative. Yeah. yeah
0: as, as some as some people pointed out.
1: And I don't have a C, but you should always have three in a list. So yes, there you go.
0: exactly. You're absolutely right. Uh, it's like the, the two things that I'm really good at. Numeracy. Very
1: good.
0: Yeah. Very good. It's like, what's the most important part of comedy? training? <laughs> <laughs> just rolling out all our favorites today. <laughs> anyway, Andy Kehoe. Kehoe? Probably just Kehoe. Kyo. Kyo? Kyo. Andy has a, as a, as a suggestion. Andy, Andy messaged and said, uh, yeah, look, look, not a, not a fan of the, uh, the scry babies. What about, however? Yeah, what I like about this, Andy,
1: not problem oriented, Solari- solution
0: oriented. Oh, solution, yeah, yeah, working towards a solution. Love this from Andy. How about this one? The scry hearts. Scry hearts is very scry good. Scry hearts is very good. I like scry hearts. The scry hearts are very good because, you know, we, we work hard, we play hard. We scry we hard. We scry <laughs> hard. <laughs> No, I quite like this, but you know what? I'm not nailing these colours to the mast because I'm busy unnailing the previous colours yeah, as yeah. well with the claw hammer. So get in touch and let's see if the if Andy Keogh's idea is going to stick. The scryhards. I like it. It's on probation.
1: Can I tell you a weird aside about the, the word you just used, claw hammer? Yeah. A friend of mine, Alan, texted me one time hmm. and said, hey, I had a really weird dream about you. Okay, that's that's. I'm very interested.
0: You've got so many questions already. Come on, come on,
1: lay it on me, Alan. What is it? Yeah, Alan, if you're listening, you'll remember this. He said that he we went to a GP or something. Mm -hmm. We all rented an Airbnb, Mm -hmm. and I was using a pair of claw hammers for locomotion, as in I would like walk up and like claw hammer into the the door frame and like swing around and be like, "Hey guys, how's it going? Where are we going for lunch?" And that was just normal, like some
0: kind of supervillain,
1: some sort of some sort like the claw hammer, yeah, the
0: claw hammer, yeah. Like
1: I, I was getting around with them the way you might with like you know like crash bandicoot when you're like or like in like a jungle gym when you're like going yes, along yeah, like, yeah, yeah on like a, a, a horizontal ladder yeah
0: like that a pr- kind of like a prince of persia type thing yeah exactly yeah.
1: just like slamming them into surfaces using that as my main means of getting of around.
0: locomotion yeah that's t- uh, claw to motion claw motion that's, that's terrifying yeah horrifying i'm right? glad i didn't have that dream yeah. i've had a lot of dreams about you dennis but i've never i've never had one that involved claw hammers not yet not yet anyway should we start the show let's jump into it We've had Derek Wickham get in touch, mm-hmm. and uh, not so much of a question here from Derek, but uh, a little bit of a feed, a feedback, a little bit of a follow-up from last week's episode. So last week, uh, keen, rem- keen listeners will remember that we talked about someone who uh, was ridiculed and uh, and sort of uh, teased, yeah. bullied almost, really, for try-harding at an FNM.
1: Distinct from scry-harding, that's
0: totally the Scry-harding, fine. Try-harding, also fine. In
1: this case, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. But, so uh, Derek gets in touch and says, I wanted to weigh in on a topic you covered last week with Mushy, uh, the story about tryharding in FNM and keeping life accurately. So you can go back and listen to last week's episode to get across what we talked about. Yeah, the
1: cliff notes is a guy made fun of his opponent for tryharding and then he kept his life total with a spin down and then when it came down to brass tacks there was a discrepancy yep. the other guy was like oh well I could call a judge because I have a life pad but, but no, I'm, I'm going like, to kill him sure next it's turn it's going to yeah. be fine so it
0: doesn't matter. Anyway, as a former judge and someone who wants MTG communities to thrive I really wish the submitter had called a judge or at least made an attempt to reconcile life totals with their acquaintance. Mm-hmm. Not only do I always want the integrity of the game to be upheld from a casual play to a professional I want to use instances like this to teach all players to uh to to play better for be- yeah. like, better practices.
1: This is something I mentioned I mentioned does does I can't remember the guy's name now it's mm. slipped from my mind but does he have like an ethical sort of cosmic responsibility yeah, to to, to, to improve this, yeah. the general stock yeah. of magic players yeah. in the world.
0: Obviously there's no penalties issued at the FNM level as it's a place of fun and learning thus there should be less stigma associated with calling a judge. I mean there shouldn't be any to Agreed. begin with whatever but we'll move on from that. Um, And should be done so very freely when in need of clarification of anything, really. I was never annoyed by a judge called FNM because it was always a learning experience. One other note I'd like to touch on here, the submitter mentioned that they were acquainted to the opponent, but I wonder how severe this try-hard teasing was, because unsportsmanlike conduct is something that should be taken very seriously, possibly more so in FNM than anywhere else. We should all try to make sure that FNM is a fun and safe place for all players. Interesting to hear that our viewers did line up with, uh, with where we landed, where, you know, I think you should proactively... Because our listener who submitted the question last week was saying that they felt uncomfortable that like calling a judge and making a big deal out of it but I think that really is like a self-fulfilling prophecy well, well, it's well, not going to be a big deal
1: you thought they should have, if I recall correctly you, shot the, you thought they should have called a judge mm-hmm. we all agreed that he would have been justified in calling a judge yeah. if he'd chosen to but I think I would have done the same thing in his position
0: mm-hmm. discretion is a better part of valor mm-hmm. the thing is it's an op- it's, it's a teaching moment right it's an opportunity to to have this person maybe reflect on the way they're right, behaving but the onus is
1: not him to provide that teaching moment if he doesn't want to
0: why should he worsen the next fifty minutes of his life if it's going
1: to make him uncomfortable just to make this person who's ostensibly being a like jerk to him better at playing magic? Uh,
0: look, okay, I take your point. The the, the, the I'm, res- I'm being a little bit facetious. No, but- no, 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 no. Because the response, it's not a black and white situation. Like right. he doesn't actually have a responsibility. He doesn't have a duty of care, no. right? You know, and if you there's know,
1: there's no there's no Hippocratic oath. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and
0: look, I could see, you know I can see it going either way, but I, I think what Derek is saying here is. Is reinforcing a message. I think we can all, you know, get something from. There shouldn't be a stigma attached to, to calling out guys that sort no, of thing. Of and course. I don't that, think you that's should... a given, I, think, yeah. I don't think. I don't know. I like. I'll call out behavior that I don't like to see. I you, you called that out on stream before. I, I yeah to to <laughs> to the uh, to the detriment of uh, perhaps my broadcasting career. I don't know. But no, I don't like if someone's doing something that I'm not a fan of. I'll I'll and and it's appropriate to let them know. I'll let them know. I don't care. Mm-mm. I don't care, man. Like, I, I I, think you should strive to make the world a better place wherever you can, and obviously pick your battles. But, like, I think it's your right to not
1: want to do that all of the time. Like you said, pick your battles. That I, mean, is... I, I, I defend, I really wish I remembered the guy's name from last week. Well, we can
0: find out. So, I find out. you, you you keep going, and I'll, and I'll get to get. I do wish back. I, like, um,
1: yeah, totally derailed. Uh, I think, it is, like you said, you can pick your battles, mm-hmm. and I think it is well within his rights to not want to make the next 10 minutes of his life uncomfortable. He doesn't want to, which is what he said he won.
0: And, and I, I, look, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with that either. Um, I think that, like, but you know, when it comes to people picking what battles there are, I, I don't know, man. It, it's easy for me to say this are sort of you, stuff because, be, like, I'm, I'm, I quite, I, I'm not, I don't shy away from confrontation. Right, of course. Like,
1: but do you think he owes it to the people his opponent was going to play for the next t- ten years?
0: The thing is, okay, so the, the person's name is Will Patterson, Will by, Patterson by the way. Let's look it up here. And he 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 describes the person he's playing against as an old acquaintance. I don't know the nature of their relationship any further than that.
1: Old acquaintance to me sounds like you'd say hi to them at an event, but you wouldn't invite them to a birthday party.
0: That that makes me think of a really good test for friends. You know, you want to know how I I, I separate how if someone is is a friend or not. This is a perfect test, and you can you can use this at home, right? A person is actually one hundred percent truly a friend and not just a mate or an acquaintance. If right, you got off a plane. You had no other way to get anywhere, and you uh-huh. felt comfortable calling them and saying, "Hey, can you pick me up from the airport?" Interesting. Yeah, if, you have- if you felt if you felt like doing that without it being like, "Oh man, I hope this isn't a hassle for them," or like, "Oh no, this is so like this is so weird," mm-hmm. like it's too much to ask of someone. Like I wouldn't get off the airport and like, where is it, Sugarloaf? Wherever Reed Duke lives, I'd feel uncomfortable. Like, he's the nicest guy on earth, but I'd still be like, oh man, this is- Would you call me and pick up from the airport? Of course I would. You're out of luck, man. I I can't can't, can't, can't drive. (laughs) But I'd still call you. I'd call you. But no, no, but I think that's, that's the litmus test for me. If, if I would not, if I would feel comfortable. Yeah, you're, you're the, the, the bond you share with this
1: person is strong enough that you don't think this makes any dent in it. Yeah, exactly. The, the, Asking for a favor of that magnitude—any
0: hassle—is the wrong word because it's going to be a hassle for them. But like, if it's not going to, yeah, as you say, it's not going to be weird. You're not going to sit in the car being like, "Hey, it's not I'm, going to
1: compromise the structural integrity, integrity of your relationship." Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Also, sorry, Reed if you thought like I just—I just, <laughs> maybe Reed was there, like, "Oh, Riley, I thought he was like... <laughs> sending their car keys and <laughs> being
1: like, Riley needs me, He's ready
0: to go." He probably would pick me up from the airport. He definitely would. He definitely yeah, not even probably. He, he was late
1: would. to an event because a bird was stuck in their uh, porch. He needs to save the <laughs> <laughs> he did anyway. Anyway, I don't
0: will, think there's. Will a ro- Patterson,
1: you have no responsibility.
0: And Derek Wickham, no Hippocratic Oath. But Derek Wickham is also right in saying that people who feel like they should do this should do this. Of course, no yeah. one should
1: be no like yes. If you yeah. if it is a, it is a good thing to do. I don't want people to feel like will pressured that they should you know mm. put themselves out for the greater good of the magic community mm. necessarily so much. But if you're on the fence. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's, that's the takeaway, isn't it? It's a it? good tiebreaker. If you don't know whether you, you are or aren't the sort of person who wants to call this sort of thing, listen to the person who you're gonna call. You're gonna call Derek Wickham over. You're gonna call a judge over to sort but this out.
1: Judges are judges because they're passionate about magic and they like help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Judges are never sad to get judge calls. No. Sometimes they get judge calls that are a little bit silly.
0: I won't lie. No, 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 they love them because then later they get they it's can tell ch- they can it's a story. story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. They can they sit around the judge camper and say, oh this one time, oh anyway. But no, listen, call a judge. Yeah. Always call a judge. Paul
1: Daniels writes in Riley and says, I was heavily invested in Magic the Gathering from about 2010 to 2015. Late in 2015 I got married and slowed down my tournament goings. Then, in late
0: 2016, we had a child. This is great. I'm, I'm really enjoying this little life story here. Yeah, this, the little, full timeline. this little vignette of Paul Daniels here.
1: Exactly. Now, family always comes first. It's very good. So, I have no remorse in this, but we fell under some hardship and I had to liquidate my magic collection. That's rough. Possibly to chat for, well, for
0: a 30% store credit bonus. His, well, if he's
1: liquidating for financial trouble, I don't think it's for store credit bonus. That's, <laughs> probably,
0: <laughs> that's probably true. This story's got everything. roller curses, that's yeah. up and down, smiles and frowns.
1: Decks and all. Now we are more stable, and I want oh. to slowly get back into okay, it. Okay, yeah, good. Happy, all right, ending.
0: happy ending there. Well, yeah.
1: Uh, he writes, says, I don't have a ton of money to spend on cards, but still want to build my collection. Mm-hmm. I want to have a Pioneer deck and a Modern deck and even a 7 or 8 power level EDH deck. Those are pretty tall orders. Yeah. I know it might take months to build up to this point, but how should I go about still playing and enjoying competitive magic while working towards what I want to be where I want to be collection or deck-wise? Is there an optimal way to balance playing the game and building a collection on a budget?
0: All right, I want to make a couple of general points before we get into some decks that I've had a look at here that are going to help pull out. First of all, this kind of careful financial planning is incredible. It's so good like, And it's so important as well With a luxury hobby like magic You've got to recognize that Yeah you know, magic
1: is a, it is, it is a luxury item With a very very deep rabbit hole
0: Exactly right And so you know I think Paul As a real life human adult Grown up with a child And you know Well, well just like,
1: the ability To put these words to paper like this Demonstrates a lot, of, a lot of Like self-awareness Exactly and, 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 and
0: I think that this is You know Even if you're not someone Who is like Oh you know I don't have a kid to worry about I don't have a response, financial I don't have a mortgage Whatever yeah, Loans but to also pay Also just off.
1: going wanton nuts On spending money on magic cards This is my point right yeah.
0: So if we're talking about the financial the financial side of magic here, and, and you know, spending responsibly. Of course, like it's 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 a good thing. It, these are good skills to have, right? I
1: think I might be hungry. I said wanton instead of wanton. Like, you're hungry. Yeah. I said wonton. Do you want to
0: order some Popeyes? Maybe. Yeah.
1: I might order some pop. We'll get we'll get to it after we'll get Popeyes okay. Special. If you if you
0: want to order some Popeyes, Dennis, you can't. You did threaten you were going to order Popeyes halfway through the podcast. So if you want which to, which will it, put a hard limit on the end of the ex- podcast. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, uh, so EDH, we're not going to go anywhere near this. Yeah. Like, the, the breadth is just way, way... Yeah, the delta between a cheap EDH deck and an y- expensive
1: EDH deck is infinite.
0: Exactly. But if you want some ideas for different decks at various price levels channel 5-Minute Deck Techs. Mm-hmm. There's two every week. They're done by a, an incredibly talented... Yeah, you can
1: probably mute the video. I wouldn't worry about no, it. No, I, I
0: wouldn't say that. The vo- a, a, a sonorous, mellow baritone. I would
1: say, I would say, like, ringings. Like, at the like end. it gives you a little headache. It's, I'd but say, I think, really well-produced, edited. Right Scroll through it, Go no through problem. that.
0: Um, but, uh, no, there's decks of all different stripes there and uh, and links to the actual list with, you know, the prices. So mm-hmm. you can just go through that. But, like, we can't get into EDH decks because there's... Just no limit on, yes, you know. Of well, so you have to, you know, what kind of commanders do you want to play, what kind of strategies. We can't answer that question. And then, but, of
1: course, these might not, the decks you picked out here might not necessarily gel with Paul's playstyle, but they're always a good starting off point, right?
0: But and, and what before we, when we get in when we get in Pioneer mod, this will make a little more sense. But like in EDH, you can build a cheap blue deck, you can build a cheap red deck, you can build no, no, a cheap no, you know, deck of I mean, any type. For and but in Pioneer, if you want to build a cheap deck, your options are much more limited, right? right? So let's get into some of the cheap. I, I picked I picked three right? Cheap pioneer lists, okay? And then I picked one cheap modern list because to be honest, modern, a little, uh, little pricey. It's going to burn a hole in that hip pocket pretty, very quickly. Anyway, first one, Lotus Breach, uh-huh. right? This deck is surprisingly very, very cheap, right? It's only a couple of hundred bucks, right? Wait, is this is
1: 200, like, like it's, it's
0: around 200, 250, 300 dollars, right? But do you, know really not that bad, do yeah. you know why? Do you know why? Ugin the Spirit Dragon is a $75 magic card, Right? Mm-hmm. One copy of Ugin the Spirit Dragon in the sideboard is more than a quarter of the deck. I just don't play it. That's, I don't know if that's an option or not. Like, I, again, I'm not gonna, cause they're like, in coverage of Phoenix, we saw Huey play this deck and Ugin got him out of games that he had no business winning, right? Yeah, but
1: just buy Ugin the Ineffable. much cheaper, right? Okay, and just right. say, wish for Ugin and, <laughs> and hope your opponent spits him up. <laughs> okay, all right.
0: Um, no, but because the main deck is filled with just, you know, cheap, Commons, cheap rares, like the most expensive rare non non land rare in the deck is Underworld Breach, which is like five bucks if that. You know, Um, the lands are pricey, but I always I've always maintained this when when we're dealing with Magic Finance, you should never if you're if you're going to cheap out on main deck cards, never do it on lands. Yeah, yeah, Like if you can't afford, lands also
1: retain their value.
0: This is the thing, right? Don't don't cheap don't cheap out on lands because. They they are of of every card like Goblin Rebel Master. it'll go up, it'll go down, whatever we else. You
1: should have called Corbin and Jason and the brainstorm yeah brewery in on this, huh?
0: They 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 would yeah, but I mean we can still give some, you know, no, some, I agree But look, like, Lotus Breach, you're playing hidden strings, strategic planning, Sylvan Scrying, pour over the pages, like draft Chat That's like right? a tier point five deck. And it, it's right right up there, right? So you yep, you've got to splash out for the botanical sanctums, the lotus fields, you know, and, and maybe the thespian stage, a little bit of money, whatever else. But apart from the Ugin there's not really any cards that cost much more than like 10, 15 bucks. Again, it's yeah. the botanical, botanical sanctum. The Ugin is the kicker, right? Like $75 for an Ugin is not mucking around. Maybe you've got one, maybe you can trade for one. Uh, I don't know. But if you can get an Ugin, Lotus Breach, cheapest chips. Give really, really, really cheap. Another one here, is it in soul? Now, this a little deck, More fragile. And, and, and it's fallen out of favor recently, but it's still very powerful. It's still very potent. And, uh, and again, this is definitely, I guess, you know, we've, we've talked about a combo deck. This is more of an aggressive deck, so maybe that's more You're your You can find
1: gameplays of all these decks as well. If you just search, is it in Soul, Char, fireball, you'll find Yes, yep,
0: yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, most expensive card in this list, of course, apart from, you know, the lands, again. Uh, Hangerback Walker. Mm-hmm. About 10, 12, 15 bucks. Um, and no, no bad, no nasty surprises in the sideboard as well. Mystical Dispute, probably the most expensive sideboard card. Again, the lands are going to get you, but the Spy Bluff Canals, the Muta Vaults, the Shiven Reefs—they're going to hold their value. You should not be scared of investing in lands. Yeah, this car, this deck is fast. It's explosive. It's a lot of fun to play if you're into this sort of thing. Um, and you know, I, I, it wouldn't be my first choice for a deck, but when it's you know coming into around two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars again. I don't. Uh, I don't see it as too bad of a choice.
1: Yeah. No. I, th- I think I agree. I think it's definitely a good. I think I would rather play Lotus Breach. Lotus Breach is definitely a better position deck than Agro Solos. Agree. Yeah. But if look, if you want to make giant indestructible scissors, that's on you, man. <laughs> and,
0: and you've got the opportunity to do that now. Let's see
1: this. Let's see this. I want. Uh, oh, can I guess what the modern deck might be? Yes.
0: Yeah. No. So <laughs> there's, there's going to be a little connection here between the next two ones because this is the when we talk about our next Pioneer deck, right? This is actually this would be the pick because. Uh, because we're looking for both modern and pioneer lists, right? right? If you buy mono red aggro, which is around $200 maybe $250 in pioneer. Oh. Half of those cards go into the new yep 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 modern, So I don't know if you, I don't know if you've been following oh. modern recently. There is a new burn deck in town. Mm-hmm. It's called Mono Red Blitz. Mm-hmm. It doesn't play Goblin Guide. It doesn't play Li- uh, uh, Rift Bolt and Lava Spike. But it
1: does play Monastery. Oh, sorry, Swiss it does sphere. play Lava Spike, but Yeah, it, but Soulscar Mage tournament. Yeah. These are all just pioneer.
0: Cards. These are all just pioneer legal cards. So, you go and you buy this Mono Red Edgar list. Monastery mm-hmm. Spear. Solskar Mage, uh, Abbot of Carol Keep, you know, Boney G, which is obviously a standard staple as well, all the way up to cards like probably the most expensive card in the deck is Chandra. And again, you can probably play it without Chandra. Yeah. Like, you don't need it. No. It's not essential. No. It's a one of in the main deck. Sometimes it's played in the sideboard. You can probably just play. Honestly, a cheaper Chandra. <laughs> like, yeah. a, You don't need to play Chandra Torture to find Or just
1: an extra carries ever or something, if you wanted. I mean, she's legendary, it's not ideal.
0: But, you know, they're, they're, yeah, exactly. But, but the thing is, once you buy this deck, you've got 60% of the modern deck. Yeah, so
1: what are you missing? Like Things like Burst, Lightning, Lava Spike.
0: Bedlam Reveler. I mean, that's a cheap card. You know, it's like, what, like five bucks? It's not too that's, expensive. Yeah. Um, the most expensive cards in the modern list are, of course, Blood Moon. Yeah, alone of the Void is still going to get you for, you know, a good 15 bucks, 10 15 bucks. Manamorphose as well. And look, I'm I'm going to be honest, like you probably have to jump that hurdle. You probably do have to buy those cards like I would. Yeah, would've... but it
1: sounds like this, this is this is going to be like an $80 upgrade. That's or the 100 thing. This is the
0: thing. And if, and you know, we like so we we we've, we've had we... Paul is saying like he's building towards this, this is a gradual right. thing right so if you're wanting to build from pioneer into modern this mono red deck is going to do it and the thing is if you're buying blood moons and let's say you want to play blue moon later on or yeah, you or like some kind of weird graveyard deck that's going to play Leyline of the void plus blood moon, what well, you've got them right these the are only, the these only, are good investments to make
1: the only downside of this strategy is in modern if you go to move to any two color deck you're gonna get stung for lands because you won't have any
0: well and this is why i be mean, fetch lands shock lands all that sort of stuff maybe you can build towards that's, that but, but that's
1: the reason moderate is cheap if, right? you want, <laughs> like, yeah. if you
0: want to play modern on a budget you just can't play two colors No, it's you just possible. can't maybe storm but storm's just bad Yeah, like fetchless storm is possible but it's just a bad deck so this is what I'd be going for all of these lists, you know, you can find these lists very easily. You can use Channel Fireball; they've got a, uh, a deck list uh, like bulk bulk purchase bulk buyer, thing, yeah. which will go through there like that. I've had a look. Most of these cards are in stock yep, as yep. well, so you're going to be able to pick them up uh, relatively easily there like that. But you know, again, it depends on what kind of. But let's. If it depends on what kind of deck you want to play. But honestly, if you wanted to play on a budget, you just don't have the luxury of playing. You know for color control because yeah
1: or like Salted delirium even yeah, Pioneer, whatever. yeah well
0: saltite delirium is like a thousand bucks exactly <laughs> it's so expensive it's ridiculous
1: that's uros though man
0: yeah all Uro all day right Yep. too much um but uh look hopefully this is some good advice like hopefully these are some similar like ideas
1: yeah i have faith in paul here paul, like just the maturity and the understanding that he's demonstrated that even in the way he wrote the question mm-hmm. makes me feel like he's going to be fine even without our advice but i think these are decent points for yeah,
0: sure. yeah for sure so look good luck paul hope everything's going well. Of course, uh, you know, it's great. Th- I'm glad to hear that your finances are back in, uh, are back in good shape after, you know, the, 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 you know, raising have, a young family have, and everything else like that. Expensive. It is, man. It is. It's a luxury, another luxury hobby. It's <laughs> you picking up a second, a second luxury hobby playing magic. But, uh, no, jump online, have a look at those lists and, uh, and hopefully this helped you out a little bit. All right, Dennis. That's enough of that. Enough of that nonsense. Enough of pretending that this yeah, is an en- advice podcast. Enough meat and vegetables. It's time for the. It, it's time. It's time for a big bowl of dessert. That's exactly right. It's time for power moves. Oh, I don't have the. Uh, oh, I, I didn't bring. I don't have the. Uh, I don't have the stinger.
1: It's on your computer at home. I didn't pack it. You don't have the little. <laughs>
0: I didn't. It's fine.
1: Look, we'll just we'll do it with our. We'll do it like.
0: Do you a li- we'll do a live do a folly do a folly do right, a folly
1: like when you like do for like a movie yeah, yeah and like you like slide a, a knife along a pole and then chop a watermelon for like cutting someone's head
0: off. Do you wanna know I used to this have I told you this? I used to work on a Foley stage.
1: What? I didn't know that. Did you not know this? No.
0: Alright, okay. So yeah. Never mind Power moves, we'll come back to Power moves. I used to work on a Foley stage. So many years ago
1: Fold it, for those who don't know, is doing sound effects for a movie and TV
0: and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So many years ago, I actually worked, I got offered a job at a, at a, so I, I I studied sound production for a while. And as part of that, I got offered a job at a professional sound studio, right? right. So I, I worked doing ADRs, additional dialogue replacements. This is when actors kind of flub their lines or there's like a bug in the microphone or it's like too windy or whatever. They'll come in and they'll actually dub over themselves. I can't
1: tell you how, how easy how Frustrating this to me when I notice ADR in movies. Yeah, it's. I mean,
0: it's bad ADR is really obvious. But yeah. like most, like I would, I would guarantee, like you've watched. Oh, for sure, hundreds, thousands of instances of ADR, and you've never noticed okay. it, right?
1: If, if they're shooting something outside and it's windy, the whole scene's probably the whole, ADR. The whole scene, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly right. Um, I did a lot of sound editing for a for a TV show, a travel show that was uh, on uh, uh, Sundays at four thirty in the afternoon called Places We Go. I thought you were going to say in the morning. That would have been <laughs> rude, <brutal. laughs> right? But that was uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Anyway, and I, I used to work on the on the foley stage as well, right? I got offered a full time job there to do a uh, a but music. Foley,
1: foley work is a lot of like footsteps. I'm going to I'm going to work, open, work yeah. through it all.
0: I'm going to tell you all the secrets, all the foley secrets yeah. that they, they don't want you to know. But I got got off at a full time job uh, working in the in the production van for a, a music quiz called Rock Quiz. right? right and i turned it down and the reason i turned it down is the sound industry it is a lifers industry man once you get in there you are never getting out like I, I was working with people who had been in there for like 30 40 years and that was it and i was like no this is just a hobby like i'm just playing in a band i just want to muck around a little bit and i know if i take this job that's going to be it. me are on the road forever yeah. and then my boss was like well if you're not like you've been working for us part-time for ages if you're not going to take this full-time job like i can't really keep giving you part-time work like it's just not right. It's like yeah. a, I, there's someone else hungry for work and like, yeah. So I was like, yeah, fair enough. So I lost that job, unfortunately. It was, it was a lot of fun. And the foley stage was incredible. You're never going to get... Okay, here's, here's the game. I'm going to tell you the objects that were used and you have to guess the sound, right? That the, that, would make that, that would make yeah. All right. Okay, okay. Okay, you ready? Number one, getting two very small pebbles, uh-huh. right, and tapping them against each other very close to a microphone. I'll give you a clue. It's something walking.
1: Is it like a horse walking or something? You're very
0: close. It's a dog. It's a dog? Yeah. It's a dog, yeah, dog walking on a stone floor. It's two little things. The only I know, hor- like, I know
1: the, like, the Monty Python joke about like, horses and coconuts. Well,
0: this is the thing. Horses sound unrealistic to us in real life yeah. because we've been trained to listen. Megan, right? My girlfriend. She works with horses extensively. Whenever she sees horses on on camera, she gets so annoyed because horses... But horses are yeah. also really quiet. And yeah. whenever a horse clop, stops clop, running...
1: Clop, 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 clop. yeah. But
0: they'll, they'll always whinny. And she's like, horses never do that. Right, and horses have like their own language and stuff, and so they'll just be like, "horse will go," and she'd be like, "That means the horse is angry. Yeah. Or that means the horse is hungry, or something yeah. like that." And say, "It's, it's, it, it's yeah. just,
1: but it was just horse sound effect." I'm just horse, three, because yeah.
0: because whenever horses like stop Burr. moving, yeah, they they make a noise. Um. All right, next one. Hit me. A a leather bag like what you might keep keep some fancy D and D dice in right. A leather bag filled with corn flour. I have no idea. You're never gonna get this. I have no idea. Someone walking through snow, snow? yeah yep. that makes sense yeah it's the crunching so we it's never had, crunch. That we, makes sense. we didn't have to use it too much um, in obviously most of the Australian <laughs> sure. stuff that we did but yeah it was it was always fun to use that one this one as well you're never gonna get as well um, you know old cassette play, old cassette tapes right yeah, like yeah. The, not the video ones like the, just the music an ones cassette, an yeah. audio cassette right unwind all that like yeah. the, you got you just got like a, several kilometers of it, spools of it I'm in a box there. right and then you put it in a big like tub or something and then just get your hand to sort of like, like knead it like dough. Is it fire? No. I don't know. It's walking through, walking f- through forests, walking through grass, grass, yeah. yeah. Just
1: like, cr- yeah. little soft crunches. Exactly. Here. Yeah.
0: yeah. The working on the folly stage was incredible. They had like size 14 women's high heels for us to put on when we had to do the footsteps for, yeah. for a woman. Yeah. Right. It was great. There was, there was like, imagine a shoe shop. With just really, like, racks and racks of really rubbish, old, beaten-up shoes, yeah. right? There were, like, these sneakers that were, you know, were, were, were like you'd, you'd squeak, walk on a little squeaks, stuff, squeaks yeah. all that sort of stuff there like that. But it was amazing. Like, I wasn't very good at the footsteps because it, it takes years to get good at it, but you have to watch the video in front of you and, and time your footsteps. Yeah. 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 Folly is mostly footsteps, but there's a lot of other stuff Closed there like wrestling, that. wrestling um uh, chains, locks, um a lot of stuff like cars starting up and stuff will just be done with, like, um, you know, noises that you can't really manufacture. But it's a library.
1: They, they, they'll,
0: they'll, no, that's not foley. That's just, they'll use sound yeah. effects for that. But anything that is kind of like, um, like, a, you know, a, you got a little can here. You hear this like that. Like that that sort of stuff, you can't, if you're picking that up on set when you're filming a TV show, up, yeah. you're doing something wrong because yeah. you should just be picking up dialogue. So that's the sort of stuff that if it doesn't happen in the film, people will notice like... They put the can down, there was no sound noise, effect. Yeah. It's like really weird. So it's funny, you have to put Incidental that Incidental noises, yeah. You have to put like unrealistic fake noises into TV shows to make it seem more realistic.
1: The only one I remember uh, hearing about is what they used to do for the, the doors on Star Trek. It's, you know, the... the,
0: the oh, yeah.
1: It's a, is a, just an A4 piece of paper in a little envelope. Just going,
0: oh, that's really cool. And that's it. Yeah, I mean, famously, the, the Star Wars blaster sound mm-hmm. was made because uh, a sound technician was hiking and some branches got caught in his backpack, uh-huh. and then like whipped back, and we're like, Pew! Yeah, no, it's, no, it's that like was, him whacking a cable. Isn't no, it? that was something else. You're right. No, no, the 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 whipping thing was something else. No, it, you're right. It's him whacking like, like a, steel cable. a steel cable, with a yeah. with yeah. a um like a a, a, a spanner, or yeah. a wrench or something there like that. No, that's right. What was the other thing? I can't remember. I think it was something to do with Wars. Anyway, sound production, foley. It's absolutely fascinating. There's a bunch of stuff on YouTube you can go and watch. You're going to be fascinated. To see how some like
1: people squelching around in buckets of goo, and yeah, stuff, like yeah. how
0: normal noises get like faked right, Ronnie, or let's, cheated.
1: Let's call on your experience as a sound technician. All, all this, all this, you know, pro bono part-time work you did. And okay, Rob, I wasn't work. pro
0: bono. I got mate. I was on. I was on that. I was on that good folly money. That good folly oh, money. Oh mate. Yeah, all right, yeah. let's,
1: uh, imagine yourself slip on the size fourteen heels. Okay, and give me your best power move guitar chord.
0: It's time for power moves. <laughs>
1: Don't even worry. Clearly, you found the noise. He found the sound effect on his laptop. Yeah, and it was it, a distinguishable sound. Yeah, it, right.
0: it was absolutely perfect. Yeah. Anyway, All right, lo- lo- not a lot of mouth work when you're doing foley. I and wouldn't stuff. think so. No, not a lot of that. Anyway, Dennis, after that enormously long introduction to this, everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> let's, uh, let's 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 uh, snap off our first power move here.
1: We got a power move here, Riley. A short one from uh, NoxMTG. MTG. Uh, power move suggestion. Writes in and says. Snap off a picture of your opening hand and make a fuss
0: of posting it on social media. Beautiful. I like that. It's clean, it's clear cut. It
1: depends how you ham it up to. Oh, the fans are going to love this.
0: The, this is, but it works on two axes, right? So, first of all, you can be like, hang on, hang on. Sorry, I've got to take a picture of this. I've got to put this on Twitter, right?
1: Double like, what's in your hand? Oh my God. Like,
0: how, how good is it? No, no. How good is this hand? Or, how bad, how is, bad this is this hand? How bad is this hand? Like, yeah. like you think, be thinking, like, geez, what is this going to, like, what does this mean? Is it like, is there a bomb? Is it like just the perfect it's one, two, three lines? curve out? Like, yeah. what is it going to be like this? But the second thing is you alluded to, is the clout the big time? Exactly. They're thinking like, "What? Hang on. This guy has fans. Like You're this supposed per- to know who this is. This is, this person is going to you know post to their their legions of adoring and fans the lower
1: here. stakes tournament. You do this at the better.
0: I don't think you can do it at GP. You probably
1: can't. I don't you think you do it at GP. Can't have an electronic device at a table. At no, the no, but but, yeah,
0: but, right? but F something like that. Beautiful pre-release. Yeah, casual draft at a friend's house. Yeah. Oh, hang oh, on, hang on, hang on. I got to I got to take a snap of this. This hand. Oh, it's uh, mm. Beautiful, primo, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's very. Really strong. like this one, and very easy to enact, highly repeatable. Yeah, this one, this one hits all the notes to me. Very good. High anyway. boy, high boy factor. Let's move on now to our next power move from Derek Wickham. So Derek has all, or he already got in touch with a uh, question. With, well, with some uh, some feedback, but he's also double dipping in the power move front double as well. Dip Wickham. Du- that's what they call him, Derek Double Dip. My power move. Triple D
1: Wickham.
0: <laughs> my power move <laughs> <laughs> is. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Derek. Oh, I'm so sorry, Derek. My power moves is, is similar to playing cards upside down like uh-huh. Adrian Sullivan. I frequently change how I arrange my play area. Love it. I do prefer lands in front when I play control. Spew. Don't love it. Hate it. But when I play Storm, I place my deck in the middle of my mat. And just kind of build around it. Spiral out. Sometimes out. I'll change it up between games in a match. It really tilts some people. This would Reading drive this me up me. the wall. Oh my goodness. You just plonk your library down in the middle of it. You graveyard's your graveyard's on one side. the I was thinking like creatures on the left, graveyard on the right. No, it's like, oh no, you tap like a mountain's in the top left of your mat. one that's in the middle, one that's off of if the you, side.
1: What if, what, if, what if as you play cards, like, you know, lands, creatures, you yeah. just play them in a, clockwise spiral oh, out from the deck so yeah. it's
0: like mountain or oh, so it's like island opt right
1: which is in Sh- your graveyard now which is in your graveyard yeah. Shivan
0: reef goblin electromancer this
1: might be against the rules this at this point this
0: is awful oh my <laughs> goodness i hate this so much if someone did this to me i would i would i would, I would i'd have to, i'd like i'd concede on the spot
1: yeah you're sitting there uh-uh. you, you dropped your knees in the middle of the event wicker
0: <laughs> <laughs> double dip wick i've got me again Anyway, that's a cla- that's a that's a cracker, but it's not our power move of the week, Dennis. It is not. Dennis, let's let, let's let's hit the let's hit the listeners with the power move of the week. Our
1: power move of the week, Riley, comes to us courtesy of Paul Daniels. who writes in and says, "My friend group enjoys EDH quite a bit. In this group, myself and one other friend are anal about cards facing the same way in our decks. Every week when we go to play, I would find a moment where he was away from his deck." And turn half the cards oh, upside down, and then st- shuffle it all together.
0: Don't even stop.
1: Thus making his draw step a nightmarish <laughs> game of chance as to which way the card would
0: face. Oh my! I hate this so much. But
1: that's not the power move, Riley. That's not even the power move. Dennis. The power move came in about a month mu- after about a month of doing this every week. I told him I would stop, and that I'd worn the joke out but after he felt it he very good lull him to a false yeah, sense of security yeah, yeah. i once again looked from him with his deck took one card and rotated it upside down the waiting game began <laughs> cuz it's cdh These a big fat deck yeah, yeah yeah and 3 weeks later three he drew a later. single card facing the wrong way the look on his face Priceless
0: unbelievable i hate I hate everything about this, I hate
1: so when my opponent if I, my, my my opponent cuts my back passes back to me and I run my thumb along it, and yeah it's, it's the edge I'm not expecting, I
0: hate it, yeah, I hate that, but I mean imagine running your thumb along is like, oh wait, oh, half the cards are oh, facing, discordant. but just the setup as well for this, like you're power moving them during the setup and then when, when during the actual you know the the denouement the actual the prestige yeah. right oh, it 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 it's you you've set months of apart you you put months aside to set up this whole thing and then you, you put this ticking time bomb no, in I was going right to say,
1: sticking this ticking time bomb in your opponent's deck is just wonderful.
0: After having told them, oh yeah, no, it's all, the, the joke's over. I'm so not funny just, anymore. Let, yeah. Letting them, letting a perk like, I hate this so much. I hate this so much. You, Dennis, <laughs> you rearranged, you put cards upside down in my deck one time and that was bad enough. If I find out that this whole thing has just been a setup in like, and in four years time, I'm going to draw a card on one of my EDH decks and you're going <laughs> I got you again. Well, I did
1: a little different. I put cards inside the sleeves upside yeah, down, you which just, you thought might you just straight up disqualified. Exactly.
0: The, I mean, that's. You
1: can go back and listen to a previous episode. I believe it's titled in which Dennis frames Riley for cheating. Yes,
0: exactly. One of our, one, interestingly, with that clickbait title, one of our most popular episodes. You can go back oh. and listen to that one. Anyway, Paul Daniels, what a power move. We love this. We love the 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 ones we you know you go deep on someone. You you set something up and the and and the payoff yeah, comes the months lo- and months later. The long later. fuse, is the long con. Pretty. It's fantastic. So well done, Paul Daniels, the recipient of this week's Mark Boyd Power Move Award. a bit of controversy from last week. We need to get back on top of. it. Is it about how you
1: pronounce the word controversy? Is that part of the problem? Controversy. Controversy.
0: Controversy.
1: controversy. Wait, am I
0: saying it like in a posh way? Controversy. Megan yes. had a. Megan had a go. Oh, sorry. There's another. They're just going way off track here once again. Uh, I went to. I went to um, Megan's family Christmas do right, and they're all they're they're all so Scottish, like so indecipherably, um, incomprehensibly yeah, Scottish, yeah, yeah. right? Anyway, they come out. The, 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 um, uh, the uh, her aunt, who is, her aunt and uncle hosting it, her aunt's you know getting all the food ready comes out and says, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna kick off with the starters, right? Do you want rice, patty, or some melon?" I'm thinking these are very weird. Apparently, this is a normal thing to serve as a starter.
1: What was the middle? Word no, no, no,
0: not rice. It was not rice. It was soup. It was soup, melon, or patty, right? Okay. Okay, and I'm like, ooh, like. A beef patty, I guess. Like a, a burger patty. Like a burger patty. That's kind of like a weird thing, but I guess I guess that'll be fine. No, just meant pâté. Of
1: course it meant pâté. Of
0: course it meant pâté. Did
1: then they make fun of you for pronouncing a pâté? But
0: then when I was like, oh, I thought you meant like a patty. And a, oh, pâté. And they're all like, oh, pâté. Oh, that's a French word. But that's like how it's pronounced. And they're all teeing off at me. These these slack-jawed yokels from Scotland, <laughs> right, were teasing
1: me for being posh. no, 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 no. That's a borrowed word. That's like saying when you when you feel like you've seen something twice, it's called
0: it's like calling that deja It's deja yeah. Exactly, deja. Ah, oh, no. So the, I mean, they were accusing me of being posh. No, they're no, no, literally no. British. Right, right. right. I shouldn't say that. I'm so sorry to every Scottish person that's listening, including Megan, for for calling you British. But it's literally on your passport. They're British, yeah. I, I Yeah, no, pate is clear. It's just, it's not even posh.
1: Controversy is posh.
0: So. Okay, all right. Well, well, it's just
1: very English.
0: Okay, don't insult me like that. <laughs> wow. Don't okay. insult me like that. Wow, I can't believe you'd say it something. Controversy. I'm, yeah, all right. Controversy. Anyway, a bit of controversy. More, how, would you, how
1: would you say something that's controversial? Controversial. You wouldn't say controversial.
0: Controversial. I know
1: the English language doesn't work like that. Like, no. house doesn't rhyme with, yeah, you know. Blood
0: and blood and, and, and food. And good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and good, yeah. Mm.
1: Blood and good kind of rhyme.
0: Blood and good No, it's, no, it's blood, uh, and good, ud. They assonate, at least, I think, a little bit. They don't assonate. Assonance is, is consonants that, like, assonate is like. Assonance is vowels. No. Assonance is like, double dip, double dip, double dip, whatever. Double, (laughs) what was his name again? (laughs) That's that's alliteration. Oh, that isn't, oh, you've done it. You've got me. How many children did you teach the wrong thing? There are a lot. (laughs) There are a lot of, there are a lot of, like, German teenagers now that have the wrong idea. Since we're, since we're on on,
1: on the topic of being incredibly, like, Discerning and nitpicky, yeah. Well, that brings us perfectly back to the controversy. Into the controversy yeah. we are talking about.
0: Andrew White got in touch to uh, to to send a website that I just I can't get enough of. I can get enough of this. dot We <sighs> talked about food last week. We talked about lasagna. If you put one lasagna on top of another lasagna, is it one large lasagna? It is just one lasagna. Yeah. Also, I got another DM from someone pointing out like we missed a really obvious metaphor. Just a magic deck. Oh, if you put one deck on top of another deck
1: yeah yeah but is the top of one magic deck isn't crusted the same way the top of a lasagna is crusted the top layer of lasagna is distinct from any other layer within the lasagna
0: alright take off the top layer then. Anyway, then, then then it is definitely just one it's lasagna. just one lasagna anyway cube dot com right cube dot is a hot dog sandwich
1: whole it solves everything
0: deal. there are six food types on earth right toast sandwich taco sushi soup or salad or whatever um, and a calzone Right. So the cube rule of food is specifically
1: for identifying dishes based on starch locations. Yes. So the relation of generally the bread,
0: mm-hmm. the starch. The starch, but yep. sometimes
1: rice, but generally the bread in relation to the, the filling or topping mm-hmm. or what, what have you. So, for
0: example, toast, right? Uh, pizza is toast, right? Because there's a bottom layer of, uh, of starch, right? Sushi, like nigiri sushi. Uh huh. Or like a slice of, 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 open pie, right? So like pumpkin pie or something starch like that. Starch on the bottom means, yeah. okay. Sandwich self-explanatory. Top and top bottom. Top and bottom, bottom. Quesadilla, lasagna, da, da, da. Taco, right? Is the next one. The bottom U. Like a U shape. So a hot dog is a taco. This, ugh, as, I hate is, this. as is, as is like a meat pie, right? That has pastry on the top. Because it's got, it's got a filling on three sides. It's, it's sorry, got it's got a, a, it's, it. a... Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a taco. I hate this. I, I am, love it.
1: I am over the whole, is sub is food X part of food subset Y? I love Don't it. Don't at me. I can't do it anymore. I love it. I can't do it anymore. Did
0: you know that an enchilada is just sushi?
1: I know it's definitely not, mate. It's just sushi, right? mate. It's sushi. Because it's got four yeah. blended things. Yeah,
0: pigs in a blanket is just sushi. No, it's not. What about a cheesecake? That's just quiche.
1: I actually, that, that kind of, that kind of slide, that kind of fits with me actually. That's, that's just
0: quiche. Fits. That's just, that's just like a soup.
1: Yeah. No, 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 no. Cause the, the, the cheesecake, oh, yeah. cheesecake, cheesecake yeah. is a quiche. Fine. Yeah. It's even cheese. Great.
0: Fine. Cheese and egg. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Soup in a bread bowl is not a quiche. It, it definitely is a quiche. It's, it's surrounded. Like it's, it's a cube with one, one with opening no roof, at the top. Yeah. But did you know that a calzone, oh, sorry, that a burrito, is this a calzone?
1: Because it's surrounded in all dimensions by starch.
0: Like a corn dog. This is an
1: intensely
0: visual thing to bring up
1: on yeah. an audio only podcast. Know, people can imagine these foods. Yeah, you can imagine you, these You can foods. go to cube rule. You got a cube rule
0: and say they're like that. Like a Pop Tart. A Pop Tart is a calzone. It's no. surrounded on all sides.
1: Yeah. No, 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 no. Because it's got a topping as well.
0: So it does. It's half, it's part toast. It's, it's half calzone, half toast. Yeah. That's actually very true. Yeah. 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 That's very true. Yeah. Dumplings. Calzone. Anyway, this. This solves all. This actually is just the end of the discussion, as far as I'm concerned.
1: You know, I'm all for that. That's fine. Um, if this is the way we have to get there, I'll accept that. This, you know. This actually, I withdraw. The you end.
0: know what? This debate'll rage on. <laughs> this debate'll rage on. We'll damn it. We'll, we'll never, we'll never. If you've got your, if you've got controversial food opinions, if you're sick of listening to Dennis and I just give advice on MTG uh, every week, uh, send in your controversial food opinions, and we'll uh, we'll get across it next week, of course. Yeah,
1: get, get a uh, fast track to the old Dennis Ryanek mute list on there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everyone at home, all of you uh, scryhards, for listening to this episode of Scry Me River with myself, Dennis, and you, Riley.
0: Yes, proud, As proudly sponsored, of course, reluctantly uh, sponsored by Channel 4...
1: channel the best place to borrow... All right, time for the, the real.
0: Time for the real, the secret the real podcast. podcast.
1: Shahara River, the podcast, the podcast has been within a podcast. podcast. My name's Dennis, I'm your host. Uh, <laughs> I'm joined today by Riley. Are you, you the doing? host of Shahara Zabni River? Of course.
0: Are you actually? Yeah. I feel like I'm usually the one welcoming to it. It
1: was my idea. Was it? I think so. I know it
0: is because I know. Are you, are I, you Zuckerberging me? I know.
1: I know it was my idea because I know which podcast I stole it from.
0: Are you Zuckerberging
1: me? No. I feel like
0: I'm getting zucked. No, don't zuck me. I'm not zucking you. Don't zuck me. I wouldn't zuck <laughs> you if
1: I find you dinner first, and the Popeyes hasn't arrived yet, man.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, you did not order Popeyes. No, I know. Oh, no. Anyway, go on.
1: So I got a very, very sweet.
0: DM. Oh yeah, this was adorable actually. Yeah, no, I couldn't I couldn't quite believe this because you know, we have done Charizard Me River for a lot of episodes and we don't we it, it it tends to be like a quiet we don't get a lot of DMs about Me yeah, River. But most people don't get this far. But this one
1: DJ Professor J DM'd me and said, Hey, I don't know what I'm missing, I don't know what the joke is, I don't understand can you please explain to me why there is a segment at the end of the podcast called Charizard Me (laughs) a (laughs) River? And I was like, oh, dude. Professor Charizard. Not called Charizard. So I went... (laughs) Charizard, the Pokemon...
0: Shahrazad me a river.
1: Me. So I went and explained what Shahrazad was. Oh, was. like, Oh, to a, a play magic game within again magic. So this podcast and the podcast. Et yeah. et and he was like, oh, "Okay, cool, thanks." So hopefully, so thank you, DJ Professor Jay. This episode of Shahrazad me river isn't brought to you by Shaharwal. No, it's brought to you by but, your curiosity, man. Yeah, your initiative. Exactly.
0: And they say there are no, there's no such thing as a stupid question. And you know what? They're right because this one, this question is really cute. It's yeah, very, it's very sweet. funny. It's really good. Anyway, uh, very quickly, I want to mention the fact that I've been playing the South Park Stick of Truth, the role playing game yes. uh, by Obsidian. Uh, it, I replayed it. Mm-hmm. It is so good. I played so I it years it ago when it when it, yeah. it came out. If you if you're into Obsidian, if you're into role playing games, and you like South Park, every part of the game is good. If you don't, okay, I'll be, okay, if you if you're in, if you're not into South Park, you're gonna hate it. Yeah, because it's just a long episode of South right. Park. But the game itself is legitimately as a good, as a RPG, like yeah. if if you know if you got rid of all the 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 you know the poo jokes and the farting and all that sort of stuff, they're like that and the, you know the edgy that good good South Park humor. It's just a really good RPG. Yeah, really like deep, intricate RPG. It's really, really fun, and I recommend it very highly if you're into that sort of thing. Um, I'm about to play the Fractured Butthole as well. I haven't played that yet. I'm looking forward to this. Um, but yeah, have you been? Have you been playing anything? I haven't or? playing anything. No. I'm not been playing anything. i have not playing anything you have been before. busy, haven't you, man? Been very busy, you've been yeah. doing a lot of stuff. Been very,
1: very busy. And of course, you know, I just got off my 11 hour flight here. To... Yeah, we didn't mention that. No, Dennis. Am... What's,
0: what what uh, what time is it for you right now? In your in your mind, my phone will tell
1: me mm. it is 7 a.m.
0: Yeah, so you've done really well. Had a long day. Thanks, man.
1: I'm gonna have Popeyes for breakfast, <laughs> <laughs> but it's in like a in like in like a less sad way. Yeah, yeah. No
0: there's no. There's nothing sad about Popeyes for breakfast. It's the that's. I mean, that's you know, that's that's what's great about this country, America.
1: Maximum freedom.
0: Just they got the freedom to eat, and that if that's not freedom, Dennis, I don't know what is Popeyes for breakfast. You, no, you know what the multiple freedom
1: is? Mm. All day McDonald's breakfast.
0: Yeah. That's pure freedom. Yeah. That's what, that's what the founding fathers envisaged when they wrote a, when they wrote out the constitution of this great land. Anyway, we're done. We're done for another week. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you, of course, to Channel Fireball for sponsoring this show and Joakim Karad.
1: The, providing the wonderful little bit of shine at the start of the podcast. That's
0: right. Please do send in your
1: uh, questions, your queries, your quandaries, your mm-hmm. paramoos. At,
0: at Riley Crew Or at Strand. At Riley Retail is fine. Uh, at Strand. At Riley Crew is actually oh, well, fine. Just, the day, just go to halfhistory.com. Don't go to halfhistory.com. Don't there. give him the traffic. Don't give him the traffic. Don't go to halfhistory.net. <laughs> go and listen to my podcast. Anyway, we're done. Thank you for hanging out. This listening to us for another week. And we'll see you next time on. S- on, uh, on I forgot the name of the What is the podcast? Crimey River.
1: Yeah. See you next week, scryards. <laughs> <laughs>